radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome once again to the only show you should ever listen to about money because I I wish I you know I honestly wish I could recommend some other show but I can't. I cannot think of a single one. And I've listened to a lot of financial talk shows. Good Paul Merriman's podcast. A lot of them. No, no, I meant shows, like, like radio broadcast shows, broadcast, shows. Yeah. broadcast. Yeah, podcast. Mm. Paul's got a great podcast, yeah. Paul Merriman. Yeah. But can wow. you think of any others? Uh, right. Dave Ramsey gives terrible <laughs> investing advice. It's sounding right? like the Eisenhower-Nixon thing. Yeah, Nixon's been a great vice president. Just give me a couple of days to think about something he's done. Um Hmm. Wow, you are old. Yeah, I am. You are really well, old. I if you a, remember, I was, I was not at that news conference. By the way, just for the record, uh, that's a good so. thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, it just reminded I me. Just, of that. Yeah, I, no, I'd have to think about it. Brinker, right. Bob Brinker, he gives market timing advice. Know, and he's Rick Edelman. What about the gal who was on CBS? Jill Schlesinger. Jill Schlesinger. She doesn't give a lot of investing advice. It's okay. more personal finance. Okay, but that. It would kind it's of close. fit. Yeah. I like Jill. I yeah. like Jill. I'll yeah. give you that. Mm. Uh, like Gene Chatsky, but hers yeah. is, again, Podcast. more personal finance. Well, and she's not on broadcast, I don't think. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Don't You're think right. so. Jordan Goodman. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, Jordan. You've, Jordan, I don't know what to say, because when Ron Lieber calls, anyway, I just, that's, the, Jordan, that's like 60 Jordan. minutes showing up at your doorstep. Yeah, that's exactly. not a good sign. I got to get a, uh, we get a call. Ron, hi, this is Ron Lieber yeah. at the New York Times. Not went, good. Uh-oh. Whoa, Ron, how are you? Love <laughs> your work. Hope What's we're not up? on that list. <laughs> he goes, can you tell me a little about uh, Jordan Goodman? And I went, a little? I can yeah. tell you a lot. Mm, yeah. Gosh. So, Jordan, yeah. don't know what to say. <laughs> and, and Ron told me that Jordan has multiple lawsuits against him around the country for millions and millions of dollars. Recommending this investment yeah, the woodbridge he's, thing he's done oh, he's done yeah. jordan good go back we have uh go to to uh talkingrealmoney.com and you can listen to these uh podcasts from earlier in the year a couple of them where we talked about jordan goodman and his recommendation Money of a really man, bad yeah. real estate deal mm-hmm. and, and what this does is this points out the bigger issue of these idiots and i'm sorry jordan was an idiot for doing this pushing these 11, 10, 9% no, this was yielding. almost guaranteed 8. Yeah. Almost. Well, he has one now that was 11. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> I'll take the 11 if you don't mind. Jeez, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, 855-935-TALK is the number. If you have a question about your money, your investments, your life, your retirement, that's one of the topics today, give us a call, and we will also send you a free copy of my book, Financial Physics, How Money and Investing Really Works, the 2018 edition, Absolutely free, no obligation, no salesman will call. Did I think? Did I cover that? Yeah, you did. All right, let's go to the phones then. Phil, welcome to Talking Real Money. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate you taking my call. I've got two questions about the required minimum distribution that I'm going to have to do this year. I turn 70 in May, and so by the end of the year, I'll be 70 and a half. First question is, do, can I take it any time in this year, or do I have to wait until I'm actually 79 and a half, or 70 and a half? And is there a simple calculation of the percentage that I need to take out? Yeah, the answer is yes to both, by the way. You can take it any time. The, the end of the year is just the deadline for you. 
And the in terms of the calculation, it, it basically and yes, you could type it. You could type it, type in RMD calculation on, online and I've find got one right now from Charles Schwab because uh, it's basically they, you, you take the amount of the account at twelve thirty one eighteen. That's a number. Then they're gonna the, mm-hmm. the government's simply gonna say we expect you to live this number of years. They're, you're going to have that as the denominator. I always have to. I'd have to look at. But anyway, but it's very yeah. Easy but to no, do. like this calcular, for example, it, uh, it 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 you put in the account balance, you put in the date of birth, and it yep. actually says your requirement is your blank. required minimum distribution is twenty five five fifty, you know, whatever. And uh, if you, yes, yeah. you can pay that any time in the year. Yeah. And are you is somebody managing that money for you, or is that money you're taking care of yourself? Uh, it's it's managed. I've got it in an annuity. Oh, um, I guess I could get a hold of, oh. hold of my. You just it. crushed well, us. You just, you just crushed us. The answer oh. is they should do that for you then, most yeah. definitely. Okay. Yeah. So is that something about the annuity or about? What was the O for? You mean the O? Because I'll tell you, you, what the o have, is about. you have because a retirement account in an annuity. In an annuity. It's the, it's any people sell these to all kinds of unsuspecting members of the public but there is no an annuity costs more money than just a mutual fund and it serves no useful purpose inside a retirement plan yeah, you you're can't paying get double for something, tax deferral yeah you're paying for your you already have tax deferral because it's an IRA the annuity you're paying in addition for that tax deferral that you already have. I, I think our friend Jason Zweig once wrote, if an advisor ever recommends you put an IRA in an annuity, terminate the conversation yep. and leave the building right away because there's just no reason to and do it. And that That's same okay. advice applies to 401ks and 403bs and any retirement plan. Teachers and healthcare workers often have a bunch of their money in their 403b inside an annuity inside their 403b and i want to tell all of you insurance people out there that is corrupt that is crooked that is just evil and you don't tell them how big their fees are going to be you don't tell them how big your commission is going to be you're bad people when you do that bad bad people and that, how costly it's going to be to somebody over a 20 25 oh, year period it's i just humongous. hate it never yeah. ever ever buy an annuity inside any kind of qualified retirement plan and if somebody tries to sell them to you as jason zweig said run away tom and don are talking real money download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at talkingrealmoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I'm your insurance agent, and I would like you to buy an annuity inside your IRA. And I'm not going to tell you that it costs a lot more than just buying mutual funds in your IRA and that there is no actual benefit to doing this, but buy it anyway, please. That's horrible. 855-935-TALK is our phone number if you call and ask a question or you just yeah. tell us about your retirement. I thought the, uh, the the question we had from- We had a couple of those. Don and uh, Marty, both terrific. I mean, they're, they're yeah. occupied. They're doing terrific things. By the way, if you are- if you took the advice of a lot of people towards the end of the year, or if you're just a market timer, well, if you're a market timer, this is your time then to sell. This yeah. is your time to sell. You got no. I'm serious because I just looked this up. A portfolio 100% in stocks, 100% in a globally diversified stock portfolio. Year to date, five and a half percent return. You lock in your gain for the year, it's, and you don't you have go. to worry the rest of the year. 
You right? don't have to think at all. Uh, US, but the, the S&P 500 has made about three and a half. Here's the really great news, because we tell you to own these stocks. Small and value companies have made you more this year. Small and value up a seven. Are we talking about 2019 yeah. again? Lock in your games. Yeah. Get out of this market. This is insane. How many days no, in are we? I'm kidding. Don't twelve. Do but if you're a timer, oh, oh time but I have to. Before we go back to the phones, trading days either. By the way, but go ahead. I know. Yeah. Uh, before we go back to the phone, I have to waiting. ask a question. Please. I know, but it wasn't me who put this up on Facebook. Uh oh. Tune in to Talking oh, Real no, Money yeah. today at noon. <laughs> I have it. And written Tom me. is going to talk about Bigfoot. What? Chewbacca. It says Bigfoot. I know. I that apparently lost in translation. Uh, okay, very quick before we go back to the phones. Um, the the headline is: It's no wonder one in three Americans believe they have a better chance of learning the mythical creature Chewbacca is real than retiring comfortably, given the current dearth of savings and retirement planning. All right, there now, I did it. You, you know that Chewbacca is a fictional character I in a movie, just... <laughs> and Bigfoot is, is a, a fictional, fictional character, character in, a movie. in life. In life, okay, yeah. Come on, I was gonna. Yeah, that was not. Gonna Isn't happen. the Pacific Northwest the land of Sasquatch? Yeah, I've spent a lot of time in the woods, and I've never seen. I've seen some strange things, but not Chewbacca or Bigfoot, either one. <laughs> Generally, so. it involves human beings too. Eight five five nine three five talk is the number. Get a book. Get advice. Get help. Get a chance to talk about things that are important to you and involve money. And Marsha, no, yeah, yep. Marsha's next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. <laughs> Hi, I am Marsha, um, and I am from the Pacific Northwest, and I have never seen Bigfoot. <laughs> have you seen Chewbacca, though? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Thank so you funny. for confirming that. I really appreciate it greatly. You never know how much, because Don's... If I say black, he's going to say white. So that's very nice oh, of you yeah. to help me out. Uh-huh. Yeah, so appreciate uh-huh. It. uh-huh. How can we help you today, ma'am? Well, I just have one really quick question. And I have a lot of them, but this is um, just one that I'd like to have an answer to because I've wondered about it for a long time. Um, I am turning 70 um, here in March. And... Um, I have uh, I have not taken any Social Security, and um, because mainly um, I wanted to wait. But my husband works for the railroad, and so um, when he does he work the railroad all the live long day? Oh, oh that was well, no one is ever ago. thirty. Okay, she didn't. Thankfully, she didn't pay attention to that. Go I ahead. Know. Okay. All the live long live days. Long yeah. days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> um, so anyway, he had um, a stroke, and he, he was forced to retire early. But he, so he got a disability. So when I turned 65, I, um, I could get under here, you know, I, I get Social Security, or not Social Security, but railroad retirement through him. So I was wondering, my mother had, my, my parent, my dad was a railroader too, and um, she got Social Security and railroad retirement. Yeah, you get both. Yeah, there's no question. Really? Yeah. I have always heard that you cannot do that. But, but then I knew my mother did, and, I, and I've asked other tax people, and they go, oh, no, no, you can't do that. So, um, what the railroad is run by the U.S. government or something, or there's an offset of some yeah, kind, no. or I don't, no. I've never heard that before, so I could be wrong, of course, 
Uh, but I am not aware. Well, wait, hold, hold on. See, I am I actually looking it up. Uh, hold on a minute. There is something wacky here, and they must have some sort of offset in the railroad retirement. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I, this is not a, a subject that has. I have been giving financial advice on the radio for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever asked about railroad retirement and Social Security. And uh, this is from the – I'm looking it up on the Social Security website. They No, it's a separate retirement program for railroad workers. It is a federal program. Wow. Though. Okay. And no, she, they are right. You, can, you cannot make less you than get the railroad. You get one or the other. You get whichever is greater. Social yeah. Security or the railroad pension. Yeah, I'm sorry and th- to say, and I didn't want to have to go there, Marsha, but I think you've been railroaded. Oh, gee, that was worse than mine. That was worse than yours. I'll admit it at least. That was worse oh, my than God. Mine. You guys are funny. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, the, your accountants and all are right. Yep, it is wrong. a federal program, yep. and you get one or the other. Yeah, whichever is bigger. So Whatever's bigger. Thanks for the call, Marsha. You're a joy. Thanks yep. for being there. Mm. 855-935-TALKS, the number, and Nancy's next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Nancy. Hi. I just heard you. You're uh, speaking about not taking an annuity, and I have one through Fidelity. I, uh, Is it I'm in a retirement plan? I'm. Pardon me? Is it inside an IRA? Uh, well, I, I'm not sure of that. Where did the I money originate? Was I, it in- I turned over all my IRA money to, or a 403B yeah. to Fidelity and I put half of it in a mass mutual that they recommended. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. So Fidelity <laughs> Wait a minute. sold you Somebody a mass- at Fidelity sold you annuities? A, a person? Yes. A human being at yes. Fidelity? Yes. Talk about somebody who should be railroaded. Anyway, I have it now, so it's been doing fine for me. It offers me a little bit of money extra on top of my Social Security every month. But my main question is I have to take out MDRs now. I have been. And I'm wondering what I can do with that money since I really don't need it to live on right now. Uh, Anything you would like, ma'am. Anything you 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 could, you know. Take it, Maybe. buy a mutual you fund could, with yeah, it. I would could. not give it back to the same idiot no, at Fidelity who really put it in an annuity because they'll probably just put it in another annuity. Well, once you but take you can it do out, pretty much anything. You, you, can, you can go to Vanguard. Yeah. You paid the taxes. You go to Vanguard. You can put it in a, a variety of index funds, depending on how much risk you want to take, how much volatility you can stand. Uh, and that's probably where I would end up going because apparently Fidelity guys give terrible advice in this case. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALKS, our number, 855-935-8255. Call us ask a question or make a comment about retirement and you'll get the book financial physics free that's a lot of f words and you should be signing up too for retire meet which is coming up saturday february 16th 
Early bird tickets still available. And if you don't understand money, investing, retirement, all of the social things security. Around, social security, it's all one day. It's a terrific event. It's relatively inexpensive. And it's I in love Bellevue. the lunch. I know you, you're stuck on that lunch. No, the uh, lunch, it is such a great lunch. It better Actually, be good this year. Imagine if it's Maidenbauer, bad this year, you're going to be in Ma- big trouble. Maidenbauer does not serve your typical hotel lunch. No, that's you really know, hotels good. I don't know. Like, yeah, they don't. You're it, right. It's a great classy sandwich and lots of stuff in the box. It's, it's, it's fun. It's like a treasure hunt. Housing options, travel, retirement transitions. We got all kinds of great speakers, so all go right. to retiremeet.com. Thank you. Yeah, do that. Right. I'm going to the phones. Okay. 855-935-TALK's the number. Kate, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Hi. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, things to do in retirement because I uh, I hear people saying all the time that they're bored. I have a neighbor who retired two years ago. He sits and watches TV all day, every day, mm. and then he, talk, he talks about how bored he is. Um, so I just wanted to say one thing for the gentleman who called earlier with the financial um, background. Uh, he should contact local libraries and local school districts. Um, someone like him would be wonderful to talk to school students in high school to give them some information about how to manage their finances. That's, that is a great idea, and they're a captive audience. They're locked in the classroom. Can't get out. Yeah, they can't Absolutely. run. Absolutely, and they, they need that, that information so desperately. And you know, it, it, also, when you said that, something else occurred to me too, uh, Kate, and that is SCORE. Yeah, SCORE which would be is great. A, yeah. SCORE is an or, uh, a volunteer organization that helps small businesses financially, and uh, his accounting background would be very valuable there. She I had one more that. idea. Go ahead. What's your other idea? Absolutely. Uh, well, also, um, volunteerism. I don't hear people in retirement talk about it very much, but you can do it officially with a company or an organization. Uh, or you can do it unofficially. You can just look around. You know, you have a neighbor, an elderly neighbor who's having trouble, you know, keeping up his yard or something. Single moms would, um, you know, most single moms would love to have a grandparent-type figure who would come in and just, you know, even spend a little bit of time in the family or do things in, with the kids. Um, if you have special skills, you could do tutoring. If you play an instru- musical instrument, most single-parent families can't afford music lessons for their kids. What a, what a wonderful thing to teach some children to play an instrument. Um, there are senior centers, nursing homes can only choose volunteers. So please, you know, if you're retiring, think about volunteering. I love it. Those uh, are all I think terrific that's ideas. Brilliant. Yeah. Great advice, and uh, and I think you're dead on. You should have a list, um, by the way, before you retire. This is Larry Swedro's new book talks about this. Have a list of the things that you think would engage you. That's why, I, like, I think I mentioned I want to do something with the Museum of Flight because I have an interest in aviation. You should have a list, not just the big list of I want to go to Machu Picchu, but the the daily list. I think Kate is yeah. right on to have those. Those are the things I could do to be engaged. Terrific ideas. And, and I got to tell you, you know, for uh, Don, who Don, was it Don who was the accountant? Yeah, yes. it was Don. Yep. I'm t- I, I, SCORE is a wonderful yeah, it is. 501c3 charitable organization with like tens uh, it's they've got thousands and thousands of volunteers and mainly they're people with great business experience mm-hmm. or tax and financial experience yep. and they help people start small businesses people have ideas uh, a lot of times but they haven't really thought but they don't the know how to make plan. it work yeah i think yeah. that's right and, yeah. and these Good. are people who help them put mm-hmm. that sound business plan in place talk about some of the tax ramifications the financial problems that you might face Good ideas all. Good ideas all. 
855-935-TALK. That is our telephone number here on Talking Real Money. You can come and talk to us about, guess what? Real money issues in your life. And we talk about almost everything, although with a little emphasis on investing, because that's the place where there's such bad... Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. It's the only show you need to know to talk about your dough on the radio. Talking real money. I'm Don McDonald along with Thomas Seacock over there at the other side of the connection. Not as long as it's not the other side of the wall, I'm okay. So yeah, yeah. Thank you. For that. Maybe we could build a really nice wall, a high end wall. That's what I thought Trump was going to do. He was going to do like a luxury wall, you know, and like then put a big Trump on it, like well, branded like or hotel something. rooms with hotel rooms. Yeah, in it. okay. So, a lot of people want to you know, buy the yeah, rent that out. Sure, that makes little sense. Desert okay. little desert yeah. resort, nice walkway on top. <laughs> There's the Rio Grande. You're never going to get uh, you know, to the other side of that, but it sure looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, a lovely okay. shrubbery, maybe two, like maybe the two, two, the two, two, two level, level effect. effect. Yeah, very good. Eight five five nine three five talk. Can you tell we grew up in the seventies? Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Watching lots it's of now Monty available Python? on Netflix too. By the way, I know I love Monty <laughs> Python. I do. Yeah, I still do. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't aged a bit in my mind, nope. even though they're like crotchety old guys oh, are gosh, dead. Oh gosh, yes, yeah. <laughs> well, only one of the real main guys is dead, but the rest of them live on. Are on well, they're they're, they're, they're all old. pretty close. I, yeah. They're all pretty close. <laughs> okay, fair death, enough. Death is next. Next stop for all of us. All right, uh, eight five five nine three five. Not not quite dead. I'm feeling much, much better. Eight five five nine three five. Talk, uh, Kathy. You're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hi. What's up? Um, well, I'm I'm um, a retired school district employee. Um, I've been retired for like a year and a half. So right now I'm, you know, I'm, I live on my pension and my social security, which is just, just enough. <laughs> just fine. My question is part of my, when I was working, um, the pension plan that I was on, we, um, were able to invest money in what was called a, a self-directed account. Have right. you heard of that? Okay. I have. Okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so now I have this money sitting in a self-directed account. Um, I own um, two condominiums that are rentals, so they're rented. Would it be um, would it be a good move for me to take part of that self-directed money and pay off the mortgage? Because they both have mortgages, but to pay off like one of the mortgages, um, one of those um, Condominium. Okay, what's the interest rate on the uh, mortgage? On the mortgages, yeah. Oh, they're small. I have, um, let's see, I have uh, refinanced them, so they're, I'm going to say, like, right around 4%. Yeah, and how long, how long are you going to, I mean, are these, these condominiums are something that you like to own because they're providing you income? They're not really providing me income. They are, I, they are rented, and I do have... The rents cover the mortgages, mortgages but not a lot more. And the homeowners, homeowners dues, and and all of that. I'm ahead, maybe a hundred bucks. Can, 
Can yeah. I ask why you own them then? Well, one of them I used to live in. Yeah. Right, but why do you still own it? No. Well, why don't I mean? I guess our recommendation I guess would. I don't, I don't have a good answer. Yeah. Right. You know what? Yeah. I I would my my advice just based on what you've told me, and that's without getting deeply into your situation. But if they're not turning a positive cash flow, uh, well, I'd sell them. <laughs> condos condos have generally been yeah. some of the worst they investments have. in the world. Condos and you have can been get terrible investments. Situation with a condominium, especially after the uh, crisis in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, where you can't even get financing. To yeah. buy them. I mean, you have to do all cash deals. And then you get those wonderful surprises called special assessments. Yeah, we, I don't even want to go oh, there because yeah, we just got one of those on our condo that's outrageous, if you ask me. Why don't you sell it? Oh, yeah, I, I paid off this, the $33,000. Yeah, yeah, this so has yeah, a very familiar ring to the, our household, Kathy, because if you ask my wife, why don't we sell it? She says, because I used to live there. Yeah, I used to live in one and of them, yeah. And it doesn't, yeah. there's, so our From advice, a financial perspective, yeah. from a financial perspective, owning those seems to make no sense. From a financial perspective, paying off those mortgages makes even less yeah. sense. And taking liquid money that you've said, right. by the way, when and you take that out, when you take that out, you're going to pay tax on it, and then you're going to pay off something where you don't have liquidity. No, I would not do that. I think that'd be poor, a poor financial move. Right. Now, lifestyle issues are Correct. totally different. We we tend to focus on the financial sense of, of yep. decisions. And, and in this case, I, one, owning condos, except as a lifestyle decision, is generally a bad decision. They have rarely, rarely made money for anybody, except in very special circumstances. The risks are very high. The liquidity is terrible. You can do better elsewhere. You can probably make a lot more money elsewhere, etc. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Only because it's really, really important. And you can call us, as a matter of fact, you can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can get your questions answered on the podcast or the rest of the time at 855-935-TALK. And you should be listening to the podcast. We now have a podcast every weekday in addition to turning these two shows into podcasts. The people that really miss us, you can hear us every single day now. I used to have people listen to me six days a week. I know, I know. Okay, fair enough. There you All go. Right. Right, it's better. a fun pie, and it's only 10 or 12 minutes long. Yeah, that's true. It's got one call, a little advice. Yeah, it's good. It's quick. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to suck out. Okay. Suck out All right. Fair enough. Jack, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Jack, how hey, can we Tom help you? and Don. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yep. How can we help you, sir? Oh, thank you. I just wanted to provide a little uh, uh, information that, that kind of relates, I think, to an earlier caller from 15 minutes ago or so, Nancy, about the railroad re retirement. Yes. And you guys looked up and said that she would get the hire of that or Social Security. And uh, I just wanted to share that, that possibly when she said her parents got both, or at least uh, uh, one of them did, uh, I, my father was a retired uh, lieutenant colonel from World War II and Korean War. And he died in 93. And towards the end, he uh, I was doing his checkbook and stuff. And uh, what I learned was he, he got a 20-year uh, Air Force retirement when he retired at 40-something. 
Then he worked for the federal government, the civil service, for about 10 years, and he retired from that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And when he got retirement, he got a 30-year civil service retirement. So he got credit for his Air Force time. Then he worked for Boeing for a number of years. Then when he retired at about 70, he got Social Security. He got Social Security credit for his entire lifetime. So what was happening, what happened, obviously, is he got uh, triple credit for his Air Force service. And it's called, it was called triple dipping. I have a, yeah. a, a yeah. younger brother that was actually in There's the Air Force. He was telling that. me yeah. all about this. Mm-hmm. And I, because in, in the early 90s, when I was doing his checkbook, he was taking home $60,000 a year. I couldn't believe it. But anyway, that was, this probably was the case with that railroad federal retirement is at the time you got both. But that was phased out, of course. And so as all the old uh, recipients of those double and triple dippers died, the, uh, the younger generation, don't, they don't get that. So you retire from the Air Force, as far as I know. You still get you draw your If you're yeah. active duty, you get your, your retirement. But your Social Security service only starts when you start working. That's my understanding. So whoa, I just whoa, wanted whoa, to share I that. Make sure so I she's not, uh, I yeah, make she's sure not uh, hallucinating that her parents got double... Okay, no, uh, I, I think I want, to, I, want to, I want to make sure I understood what you were saying there. I think when you're in the okay. Air Force, you're still getting credit for Social Security. I don't believe that's the case anymore, according to my brother, who, who he just, uh, he, he lasted about 14 years. He didn't get a active duty retirement, but he completed his reserve duty service. But he was saying that uh, even if he was active duty retired, you get your Air Force retirement right away. At, and you have to be a lieutenant colonel these days. To last for 20 years, and he got up to major and didn't quite make lieutenant colonel because he wasn't the pilot. But anyway, uh, he was telling me that you don't get, you don't uh, get both. military service credit for Social Security. I could be wrong, but that's what he's telling me. Hmm. So my father got triple credit. He got Social Security credit. He yeah. got Civil Service credit for his Air Force service, yeah. and he was getting Air Force retirement because he was active duty. So he literally was called a triple dipper. Yeah, right. Well, I, my dad was Air Force too, and I think he was getting he I I believe he was getting his pension and Social Security. That's why I was questioning. But this well, was. Well, you, he, but he was, was probably in the same boat. If okay, I, I'm there, 60, there, I don't yeah, know how old you are. Yeah, here's the confusion. In the same me, plane, by the way, not the yeah, same boat. Yeah, let me cut but, through the. Let me cut through this confusion, please. There have been multiple programs for veteran for uh, mil- active military and social security there was a long period of time during which active military did not participate in social security then uh from 1957 through 1977 social the government gave v- uh, veterans a, a credit a <coughs> hundred dollar credit for every three hundred dollars in active duty pay so they yeah. got a partial credit. Yep. And I'm sorry, from 78 through 2001. It used to be 300 from 57 to 77. Then they cut it by two-thirds in, in, through 2001. And then in 2001, they took it away entirely. Active-duty military don't get any Social Security benefits. They'd have to work civilian to, to get those credits. If you joined after 2001 is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but had you had you been a member of the military prior to 2001, you would have gotten both. Um, 
No. Actually, if you enlisted after September 7th, 1980, and didn't, and didn't complete at least 24 months of active duty or a full tour, you didn't get the added credits either. It's not it's very confusing, confusing enough. It's not confusing enough. It's really. not. It, well, it, only because it's yeah. the government. It's they, now, Everything they do is so crystal clear. Yeah, exactly. And now I believe they've changed, the. if, if I remember the end of last year, they changed the retirement system again. For people active duty military. Anyway, we've got one. Try to get to one more call because we got yeah 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 Ralph before we run out of time. Waiting. Hey Ralph, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. I have a quick question. I'm 84 years old and I have two hundred twenty-five thousand dollar certificate of deposit that matures this month. I don't need income at this time. What should I do with that money? What's the What's the purpose of? Are you going to leave it to others? Are you going to You're going to spend it? What are you going to do with it? Well, I don't know. I, <laughs> Depends on what happens. I might need some of it, okay. you know, some sometime. Right now, today, I don't need that money. And but this is I, a- I don't want to, you know, go out and buy stock in the ABC company and have it go bing-bang on me and I don't have any money left. Well, I think that would be a that would yeah. be a terrible idea. Bing we bang would never is not. We never good. recommend bang bang stocks horrible, ever. Horrible, horrible <laughs> no. performance. Horrible, bad. Performance. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, we never recommend individual stocks no. to anyone ever. Period. No, ever. The, the question would be the balance between a stock mutual fund, an index fund, and a stock or a bond mutual fund. But let me ask you one more question: Is this qualified money like an IRA, or is this just other money? No, it's it's money that I've accumulated over the okay. years. And I, as I added to it, and you know, I bought some CDs along the way, yep. and so it's up to two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. And um, I thought, well, I, I, I got to do something. I, should I buy another CD? I don't know what. what I would balance the- it then. I would have a lot of the money in a bond fund, like maybe or the, in a laddered CDs or laddered CDs, and then maybe half of it in a stock fund that you hope gets some gain, and you leave that to others i mean but before you do that ralph i would absolutely encourage you to go take our risk quiz which is free no obligation nobody's going to bug you just go to talkingrealmoney.com and click on the risk quiz word up at the top of the page find out what your risk tolerance is before you invest this because it may be that you can tolerate a lot of risk and maybe that you can't tolerate any at all so find Mm -hmm. out first and I would okay. use I would use the I would use Vanguard's Total World Stock Fund Van V T W S X Vanguard Total stock World v- Stock V is in victory V T what W S X Vanguard S-X. Total World Stock Index. I would use that fund for the stock part. I love what Don said about laddering CDs. You could probably get two or three of those for the next few years that are. Maybe paying two, two and a half. I don't know what uh, what a three-year CD. Go to bankrate.com to get the best rates if you really wanted to try to do the very best you could there. Ladder half of that. Put the other half in a stock fund. I think it'd be terrific. So, Okay. Thank you very much. I'll do the research. You're very, yeah, you're you're very, welcome. very welcome. Yeah, it's that risk quiz is really great. Yeah, it, it is. I We did a lot of research on this thing, and we found this packaged product that we bought and offered it to you for free because it was based on some really incredible academic research into how you how you get people to divulge their true risk fears and and uh, and it, I think it's a great helpful tool and it's no obligation it's a free tool it's so easy go get it Tom and Don are talking real money it may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. And we have our biggest event of the year coming up in February. This is the fifth year for Retire Meet. It is a huge all-day event. We feed you. It's included in your ticket. And I just checked. We've gone beyond 75% sold out, and we have more than a month to go. So I guarantee it's going to sell out. Go get your tickets right now before they're gone. You still get pre-sale pricing discounts at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.